Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, joined by my co-host, Jeremy Maher. Welcome, Jeremy. How are you doing? I feel like you're extra loud right now. I'm <laughs> um, doing great. Trying to spice up the energy in here, you know? I was just thinking, like, as you got, like, uh... You're getting that like volume of Mad Dog Russo. You know who that is? No. <laughs> you that wait, Mad Dog is that like you a know who radio Stephen A. DJ? Smith is? Yeah. So it, it's just the white version of him. Okay. Like they they both sounds but, terrible. Then <laughs> yeah, and so this guy's typically a radio host dude or whatever for yeah Philly sports or something like that maybe. Okay. Um, but now every Wednesday he goes on first take to debate Stephen A. It is a lot to handle. Yeah, I like mean, they a, are just one of the screaming at each other at the top of their lungs, and they're like, like high pitched voice. I'm like, oh my god, Stephen A. Truly one of the worst personalities in all of sports. I hate him <laughs> I so <think>. much. <clears throat> and if Mad Dog is like him, then uh, yeah, fuck Mad Dog also. Well, I like Mad and Dog. His name's Mad Dog. I like come on. well, it's Chris Mad Dog Russo because I think it's Mad Dog because he's always mad and yelling in the mic mm-hmm. or whatever. But this is persona. Um, I don't really like him at all. I just like him because he yells at Stephen A. <laughs> Yeah, I I can't. I used to watch like first take religiously when it, when I was younger, and it was Skip and Steven. That was and tough. God, this I is can't worse. believe I wasted so much time because Skip Bayless is the worst. Skip Bayless is one of the worst people in sports, but I will say that guy is in damn good shape. Oh yeah, well, good for him. Be a bodybuilder, <laughs> not a fucking terrible take weirdo. His Hot wife take just weirdo. said something the other day. Like she's she or they have a written or unwritten rule. He's not allowed to talk sports because she like mentioned something once about Brady and like was scared because yeah. he was like screaming <laughs> at her. breaking shit. Well, who knows what happened in that house, but he was screaming at her or whatever. But yeah, they don't like talk sports at ever in the house because he flips out or whatever. Well, you know what, Skip and Steven, you need to make better life choices. So Jeremy, what are we drinking today? We are, oh, get the right beer here. We are drinking better life choices. <laughs> This, I believe that we've done on this podcast, but we did just scour the walls, and unless it's because our, our um, uh, walls it's here. are behind, we have a, a section of the wall that is behind uh, where the newer beers are coming because I've we're on episode 204 over here, so. Do beers have dates on them? Like, on the made? Bu- like, oh, when no. When this was created? Oh, they have a... Like, created last year, then you wouldn't have done it. Oh, my God. This beer is... Um, uh, <laughs> this beer is very old. Where'd you get this from? It's expired? It says best by date 043021. So <laughs> the first first box in the first row of the place across the street from my house. I was wondering. I've never seen this can before and apparently it's a So over... we just does that place just full of shitty old beer? I don't know. Should I take that back? When does it expire? This is 2017's eighth best IPA. It says on here. It does it? It's 2017's. <laughs> on the very bottom, it says 43021. I don't know if that's it's. That's probably the bottle it by date. It does say BBD best by date. It's probably bottle by date. A bottle by date. Because beer doesn't really expire. What the fuck does that mean? They have to bottle can, it by. Let's see if we can whatever. taste the skunk. I feel like you can't taste it unless it's what do you call that? Like you have it in your mind now. Um, you can kind of taste it. I don't really know what skunk beer tastes like. Like this. It tastes like a sour IPA. It shouldn't taste sour. I've had this plenty of times. <laughs> it, it's that little stale. Like. <laughs> so should we drink it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll be fine. All right. We ain't dying. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Cheers, everyone. Well, sorry about that. <laughs> like, what is this? That's hilarious. Beer number one. Sport. This is 224.22. This one says 219.21. This is Tall Boy Summer B-O-I. <laughs> this, one is, this one apparently, this one tasted fine. And this one is even older than this one. Oh, yeah, that's yeah I think you're, I told you, it's just in your head. It's fine. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to talk about age and newer age, Jeremy, we were it just watching. It just gives watching... it a more smoother taste. <laughs> <laughs> we were just watching the, either anywhere from three to the fifth, third to the fifth edition of the match that is going on currently as we oh, play. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, we got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Old versus where, new. What is so? I know this has been. It's like an annual thing for a charity. But what charity is this? Kit Children's Foundation, like a children's hospital or something. I don't. I have no idea. Oh. I think it's um. I feel like that's the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> All this money goes to no one. Oh. Well, um, charities are kind of bullshit. I think in general, but well, yeah, they are. I guess it's better than not giving to charity, but I think it's just a way for rich charities, people to write um, off taxes and for rich people to start charities and make money doing charities. Make you feel bad about yourself or about things, and then take your money. And like the, the NFL does, use the, that money to make even worse advertisements to make you cry more and put Sarah McLaughlin in them. Yeah, I think the <laughs> I, I think like the NFL does the Susan B. Coleman Foundation during October, the Breast Cancer Awareness Month, where everyone wears pink. Um, is right? that is that the yeah? Well, there's yeah the I don't know if it's just hockey, but there's the Carmano that's Carmano's well, is cancer I, I, research too. I'm pretty sure like the majority of the funds go to Susan Susan B. Coleman like just go to advertising, and very little of it goes towards breast cancer research. Because yeah, I don't think much goes towards research, <laughs> but I also think most of most of our well, maybe that's a stretch, but I do think there's a lot of things that we might know more than we let on. Oh, about cancer in general, and yeah, and just sicknesses. But what what would be the point of curing it all? Because there goes all the medical industry. All these back to money, but we're not in politics yet. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we get from golf to that quick. <laughs> um, uh, so let's talk a little bit more about sports, actual sports, um, because the NBA finals are set. The NHL conference finals are set and One going game on in, twenty tonight. goals. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was crazy. That was, that so was ridiculous. The was Colorado Avalanche are playing Edmonton Oilers right now. They just played their first game yesterday with a score of what eight to six was the final. There's fourteen total. Yeah, eight six. Which is um uh, a lot. Did you watch the game? Um, bits and pieces. Well, I watched like the first until it was like three one or and then they scored or whatever. Um, I turned it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch any of it. Um, but. Um, I should have because it sounds like it was pretty exciting. But then, I, wait, did, actually, didn't um, uh, Colorado go up? You said three one. Oh, if you like no defense, yeah, it was exciting. There's just a bunch of two on ones, three on ones, breakaways. <laughs> like it was, like Gretzky, like even said like during one of the intermissions, he's like, I'm like the greatest hockey player, offensive player ever alive. But you don't win without defense. And he's like, I would have loved to play on these like just breakaways nonstop. Like, yeah. There's no defense. Hey, but that's well. It would be exciting, like sports in general. It wouldn't be exciting, like uh, unless it was close. But like high scoring, close games are fun. Yeah, just I mean, for whatever reason, it seems like across the board in sports. So there's a big majority of fans that just don't want defense to be a part of shit anymore. They like the high scoring Mm -hmm. stuff, but 
It's not that. I don't, I don't think it's anyone that doesn't want defense. Stuff, like, if it's your team that has a great defense, yeah, that's fucking awesome. But, like, if you're watching it with, like, without a strong rooting allegiance, like, I would rather watch an 8-6 to six game if... If it was competitive, like like I don't I don't like this whole big lead stuff and then coming back, but like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really competitive. It was just almost like a, I mean, it was exciting because it's eight to mm. six. There's a lot of flying around, like I said, like two on ones and stuff. But it's just like a joke, like how almost like I know they're extremely skilled group right now in that mm. series, but I'm like it's almost like Jesus, like it's just you shoot, you score, like it's kind of he shoots, not, he scores. Not that interesting. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like the tight like playoff hockey atmosphere. Like you more feel like it's, you know, two to one going in. Like mm-hmm. a lot of hitting. Like the next goal is probably winning it. Where that was like, you gotta score the next three. Right. Yeah. I remember when I was in my uh, young hockey days when that was my favorite sport. I never. Felt they do got com- good announcers for goals. <laughs> never felt comfortable with the um, uh, a one goal lead. Only felt comfortable. With That's two the worst. Goals. Well, two is the worst. They say because. You always let up even more, and then like get one, and then it's yeah, pull goalie six on five. But yeah, so that one Colorado just took game one after Colorado a, should win that, my opinion. I the whole thing. Are you are you, are you are you are you rooting against them as a Red Wings fan? Absolutely, but I do think they, I think they should, I I do think that they should will go to the Stanley Cup Finals, and I think they probably will win it, or Tampa Bay. Well, um, but I can't root for Avalanche, so I got to root for Tampa, the Rangers, or Edmonton. I'm rooting for Rangers over Edmonton. Uh, that that is what I'm rooting nope. for. Rangers uh, over Tampa. Oh, over in the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh, I don't want Colorado to win, and I also I like the streak of Canadian teams not winning since '93, so I don't want uh, Edmonton to win. <laughs> uh, just because it's a fun streak, you know. It's a it's a futility streak that uh, you know me as a Lions fan understand. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, hockey's always looked at it as like Canada's game. And it's kind of cool to just rub it in. Not that I know any Canadians really to do that on right. with, but like, hey, America's game or <laughs> it's America's game now. You know. Yeah, I honestly I don't. Which care. I know has no effect on that because it could be a whole team of no Canadians. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, but whatever. I was rooting for the Blues just because. I kind of. I do like the blues. I think they have the um, uh, the best logo, one of the best logos in all of sports. I do one like Carolina too. I don't like Carolina, and I think it comes. Well, they're from... the Whalers, like affiliate. So like the Whalers, are like their minor oh, league like team. Oh, like our OHL team or yeah. our, our old OHL team. Yeah, or, they're part of the. What are they? The Vipers system. now? In Flint? Now they're the, what Flint Generals? Flint. Oh, they were the Vipers. Flint Generals. No. No. Nope. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Eh, I hope not. But <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of a team I created in a hockey something, game but, once. <laughs> yeah, that that was their affiliate team. Um, so, like, I don't know anyone on that team anymore, but, like, two years ago I still knew a few players in that team. Oh, nice. Um, well, I just remember they played the Red Wings in 02, and uh, yeah. I know we, we, had a good, we beat them 5-1, to one, but... We had a very good... Um, or 4-1. to one. Stretch against Carolina there for a minute. Yeah. And kind of New Jersey up in there. Speaking of Red Wings and hockey, you how pumped are you for that documentary coming out on E uh, oh, this month? Yeah, this month and E60, right? Yeah. E60 oh. is coming up with the rivalry between uh, the so Colorado pumped. Avalanche that we just mentioned and the Red Wings and that journey. Um, uh, I'm excited because like I, I know uh, about the lore, but I don't really know about it because my hockey fandom doesn't start until like 2001, 2002. 
Yeah. So, so I missed the whole 90s aspect of the rivalry, but I remember vividly the Statue of Liberty game with Patrick Waugh, and, uh, which led to the routing of Patrick Waugh in the Game 7. Mm-hmm. So we won two in a row. Uh, to Didn't McCarty actually score the goal that pulled him, too? The uh, next game? Maybe yeah, we, we, I know we, we won like seven to two or something. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, that's that's a that's a blowout, a high scoring game that I like because yeah. it was my team. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was like, I mean it's fine to have high scoring games like that once in a while, but it's like consistent in the the whole playoffs. It seems like yeah, um, which is it's cool because you don't want it to be. I mean you don't always want it to be like two one, but. Right. You don't want it to be eight to six. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Right. You know, um, you, you you need like at least I say at least one goal a period. So give me a four three game. That uh that Red Wings because I was just I can't remember who I was just telling the other day maybe Copen golfing, but um I said that like that was my hockey was probably my first love. Like I didn't like mm-hmm. basketball until ninth grade. Um, yeah, I didn't like it until LeBron James till, went to the Heat. Seventh grade is when I started to like basketball, and I didn't st- start falling in love with it till ninth grade. Seventh grade, mm-hmm. Michigan State's basketball team, Team Cleves and all them, that's when I fell in love with basketball. Um, but hockey was my first love, along with the Lions were always first. But hockey was, like, right there with the Lions. Like, the whole t- – our team was sweet. But I remember, like, those fights. Like, I don't remember, like – vividly what period which fight in which order but like i remember those fights happening and mm-hmm. stuff and it was like just, the march 26 oh game. man i was grabbing pillows in, in my room and like <laughs> fighting them diving up like it was it was awesome but i um but this is like oh it just i watched the two minute trailer of it and i like started getting chills and yeah. like my heart was racing and like i felt like like our team was back for some reason i'm like oh i missed that so much about sports in right. general but when I think um, uh, the Red Wings might be kind of farther away than people think, but depends how they do their uh, cap situation. I guess this this next this summer. But hey, we got Kenny Holland over there with Edmonton. Uh, might <laughs> approaching uh, at least a conference championship right here. I think they have, I don't think we're that. I think they have a solid shot next year to make the bottom feeder of the playoffs because you do got some talent mm-hmm. still coming in that are getting held back because of the COVID still. And then you still have good I mean, lot of picks I, this year. I thought that about the Red Wings this will, year. No one ever this year will be starting for us that we draft. But we have a lot of money, so it depends what we do. I just hope they don't. And I trust in Eiserman a lot, but I, I just they've never done this before, like the Pistons. But I just hope they don't like reach, like yeah. think they're there too early. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and well, you know, I thought that about the Red Wings this year. Tigers are the farthest away, and they were for a quite minute. Far. Tigers, I thought for sure we we're gonna be competing, but like I don't know what just happened. Yeah, and they're terrible. And then the Pistons, I expected them to be a little bit better than they Pistons, were this I year. I expect them to fight for that play in. But Cade was hurt for the beginning of the season, and uh, you know we have the one of the youngest teams in the league. So, and then the Lions uh, again. I am having high expectations for the Lions this Man, year. I, the media is starting to hype the Lions up. I know. Like every day I get on Twitter, it's just I think like that helps us, though. P- I like it because it's like party wants to have respect at any point for your team, but at the same time, we don't necessarily deserve it. Um, we haven't proven anything. Mm. We still haven't proven anything, even on paper or anything, but they've sh- we've shown glimpses, which is awesome. We've shown that we fight, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think that's the I think that's what our people are latching on to most. Is, and we have yeah, a coach we, with a, like a big personality, which is yeah, like, which is good for yeah. Um, we media. lost so many games, but we only lost them by like what did we lose by like eight games by like six points or even less or whatever. We were eleven and six against the spread. So, but that's... like, 
like so we were always there i think that's what really because even like other free agents have said that like the biggest thing they noticed about the lions was they didn't ever quit and like most teams do yeah when you're down 20 and we were one of the most hurt teams too like yeah like we i'm excited we had first of all we had no wide receivers i'm excited but i don't have I, i don't expect us to make the playoffs this year I expect us to be... I do think there's a chance. I, do, I, expect, I kind of expect us to make the playoffs. I definitely the think division, there's a chance. But I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I do think we're about next year, a year away from yeah. doing that. I but expect again, us to crush, I don't know because crush the six and a half win mark that Vegas has sent for us. There's a lot of... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that changed because we'll see what happens with Green Bay without Devontae Adams. We'll see what happens with Chicago Bears look like one of the worst rosters in football. Yeah, um, and the Vikings. Minnesota, I mean, they didn't do anything to improve. They didn't do anything to not improve. They have a like, new coach, right? To get worse. But, like, they're always, like, the middle of the pack. Like, they're always play us good, though. So, um, But I'm not, like, scared of the Vikings. And I'm, I'm not, not scared, scared of, of the Packers this year either because without Devontae, I'm like, that's a, that's a huge if part Jared of Jared Goff, I just, I, I will keep saying this. If Jared Goff is anything, I don't see how you stop our offense with the talent. It, it, a lot of it's depending on if J-Mo is going to be able to go. Um, but even even if he's not, we, like, we, we, yeah. we, I were, don't think he's ready. We, but I don't think we, I don't think he, I mean, it would be nice to have him, but I think that they could be solid even without him. We I won, mean, you still got DJ Chark. We won three that's and a half addition. games with, uh, Khalif Raymond and Amon Ross St. Brown as our wide receivers. And I'm taller than Raymond. <laughs> yeah, and now we got Char coming, and Jamo will be there eventually. And we still have Amon, Amon Ra, the sun god, coming back uh, for DJ like Char, which was a pretty and stellar. Cephas coming back from injury. And we still have Hawkinson. Yeah. And we have, like, presuming everybody's healthy, like, if DeAndre Swift stays healthy for the whole year. Like your fourth, fifth receiver is Josh Reynolds and Quintus Cephas. That's not that bad for depth right and cephas was hurt last year yeah you know? I'm saying. And, he's coming and, back and josh he reynolds came back came in glimpses. like halfway through the year yeah and he <laughs> i mean he granted he was learning it you know when we got mm-hmm. him halfway and stuff so it took a while but towards the end he started when golf played a little better and he started getting knowledge you could see that little bit of connection more like that one pass he had in the end zone like that little kind of like a mid-deep slant that was um that was like a rhythm throw that was like yeah, what you build it takes on time. and I'm like so that's why I'm I'm excited for our team I, there could be high expectations for me once we get a little bit closer we'll see kind of injuries and things that happen and just kind of how they little snippets and you know of notes and videos of what they look like in practice mm-hmm. but I think the most thing I'm excited about because I know we talked about it last week I believe is the offensive line and then this yeah. week all of a sudden all the rankings came out for offensive line, and it's just like Lions have top this, top five, yeah, top, top three. Five for sure. They're like, oh, pick these top three players in the Lions versus these top three on the Browns, which are arguably top three other with them and Colts. Um, and it was like, who would you want more? I'm like, you put the three players they had for us. I don't know if you saw that tweet on like NFL.com or whatever. I just I didn't read into it. I just saw the top five thing. Well, they, no, this one was uh, they put it was which line would you want to build like begin your team with better or whatever. And it was uh, Decker, uh, Ragnew, and Penny Sewell. Mm-hmm. And then for the Browns, it was like Treader, Towel, Teller. It's essentially speaking nonsense to me if you want to remember other teams' offensive line. Oh, okay, well, it's <laughs> like Treader, Teller, and um, not Joel Biatoni, I don't believe. Someone else. Bakhtiari um, might be the only other offensive line. <laughs> 
name. But those names that I said, you know the Lions offensive mm-hmm. line, they didn't even name our Pro Bowl alternate or Vitae, who granted what you want to say about him two years ago. Last year, he didn't give up mm-hmm. a sack. Yeah. And, like he played very well. He was, did, he, did he play guard? Yeah. yeah. So he, he moved in, didn't give up a sack, played very well. That's why... But I'm like, you left off on there are one of our youngest linemen, Jonah Jackson, who made the Pro Bowl. And I was like, and, but that's like how good our line is potentially Dude, ab- about to be. That's why, like in fantasy leagues, I'm going to be doing my hardest to draft DeAndre Swift. This line's going to be better than Dallas line from like f- five years ago, and that was one of the best lines in probably 20 years. Yeah, and but it's a very different offensive line. That tell, one was tell me I'm stupid, all like but six I five. I don't think Dak Prescott is that good if you don't win I've been with that offensive that. line. I've been well. I don't care about. I I've been saying Dak's not as good as people think he is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I just don't. There's a lot of quarterbacks I don't think are as good as people think they are. I think people just there's a lot of people that just jump on things so quick because of yeah, fantasy. like Matthew Stafford, not as good as people no. think he is. Well, I don't think anyone thinks he's anything that special. I don't. I think he's underappreciated. I mean, if John Madden didn't die this year, he probably was going to be on the cover of Madden, which just came out by the way. John Madden is the cover of three uh, covers, and it's awesome. I. <laughs> Part of me wants to buy all three. I'm, that's the only game I consistently buy every year, mm-hmm. like that I even buy. But I just I love Madden, even if I don't play it. I just I love the game and everything. But no, I don't. I disagree with that. But there's a lot of I think fantasy ruined things. Looking at people, mm-hmm. um, and one I don't think generally most fans know that much. They're reactionary, not they don't understand things. They just see missed ball, not. Oh, did he run wrong route? Did he? Did that defender just do a very good job? People never want to credit a defender for just making a great fucking play. Did the quarterback throw it low on per? Like, there's a lot of things. So, like, yeah, there's a lot of times I'm not saying I'm not guilty of it. I'll say that guy sucks right off the bat if he misses something. But I do like to go right back and look at like every aspect of that play. But I think like like I'm saying it's just people's perspective. Like like someone has a great game in fantasy. Everyone jumps to pick him up like, oh, this guy's good based on these numbers. But they don't know shit about the guy. They're probably going to tell you how tall he is, how much he weighs, if he's fast. Does he play the slot? Does he play outside? Does he only run one route? Like, most people don't know well, shit. Some of that shit doesn't matter, like how much he weighs and how tall he is. That's no, I'm not- saying people don't understand. Like, people do- the point is they don't understand anything about the game. They just look at a name and what their stats are. But they couldn't tell you anything about... What makes that guy what, good or what, bad? What elementary school they went to? No, you don't need to know that. Crush. But if someone says this is my favorite player, and you're like, why? And it's like because he does me good in fantasy. You're like, but at least like, or if this guy sucks, be like, why? Like, you don't have to say for every player. I'm not saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. that, but like, someone is like, you gotta be able to say the guy sucks and not just tell me he sucks. If I ask, mm. like, don't be like, oh, I just don't like him. That that's stupid. Like, All right, well, do you not Matthew like him because he, because he had the most interceptions runs in the league last route. year? Like, yeah. Like that's because he threw a pick to Jamie chart that just dropped it and would have not made the Super Bowl. Okay. But I don't believe that's, we could say that, which I'm, was I'm, that which, a bad now, play? Now, Absolutely. But that's, I don't like that argument because literally the next possession, San Francisco grapple did, they did the same thing. Mm-hmm. So there's no guarantee that that interception well, by tart meant that they weren't, that they I, won. I will be the. I will, I, think be, that's I, a, will be, I will admit that uh, Matthew Stafford is light years ahead of Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. But and I've never really been a Stafford basher. I just wanted him to lose for the Lions' sake. But though now at this point, after looking at our draft and getting JMO, I'm glad that he went to because. What we did I tell if, you though? I think when Carl's was on this, I think on the video, 
when I was on with him last. And I was like, or, oh, okay. Uh, at one point, I said, when no, we maybe it wasn't. It that, was a, that was a long time ago. I don't think it was. It was recently when we were talking about the draft, which I said, being the 32 is not the worst because you can use that in a high second to move up. Basically, what they did almost, but I. They, well, I mean, it they is target still, someone it is I didn't still think. worse. It is the worst you can get in the first round. Like, yeah, well, you I, can't I, argue that. But, I mean, okay, I know we've talked but, about this many the, times. But, but the but circumstance that it worked out perfectly. Where I we wanted didn't, Stafford where... to win for a fan's sake of a life of someone that spent a decade here I rooted for and I loved. No ill will. There was no mean breakup. It's like if Barry Sanders, if they would have just done, or Kelvin, they would have done mm-hmm. the right thing and traded them. I don't think you would have been hating Barry Sanders for a whole year. That would well, have been first the first of all, I was never a Barry Sanders fan because I wasn't, didn't watch football at that point. But if Calvin asked for a trade, yeah, I probably would have been pissed. Well, I would have been pissed at him, but I still would have wanted him to win in a way. Well, Calvin's Stanford, was a little Stanford different. Stanford asked though. for a trade. Yeah, but not until like halfway through like the off. Yeah, that was mutual. We all knew that was coming, though. Everyone knew that was coming as soon still as we didn't for have a good one, man. I mean, I'm glad he did, um, but I don't still asked think for if one. I, I don't. I don't really know what the actual thing was. I know he technically asked for it, but I'm pretty sure they were like, hey, we're going to trade you as well. And they gave him the, hey, we got a, a oh, better I'm, deal I'm going because with of facts Stafford, on the ground. Because remember, asked for a trade. We, the, the actual agreed upon trade was a worse deal than what we got, and Stafford said no to it. And what, what we got the Carolina deal? Yeah, we got an extra first and a third out of it, basically. I don't know, man. I mean, it would, uh, Penisula and Michael, Michael Parsons would have been pretty cool. I know he wouldn't have Jay. You're Mo. a guy that loves picks, though. You got an extra first and third out of it. That's true, but like, I mean, I don't know. Would you rather have what we got or Micah Parsons? Like, I'm not. I'm not. I don't I'm know. If we, saying, I don't know if we would have took Micah even Parsons. Though Stafford may have asked for trade. Whatever. Who cares? We all knew it was coming. We all knew it should have happened. No matter who asked for, I don't care who asked for it. Should have happened. He did help us in the long run. So even, which is great. Like. Yeah, now he do, us, get do us a favor. You want a Super Bowl? Get injured and. No, get, get I'm not the, gonna pray for his injuries, but I do. I don't care how their season goes. I, I mean, hope Aaron well, Donald retires. That's a lot. That's a lie because I don't want Stafford to play like shit because I do love Stafford. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. So I want him to do well, but I don't like, I wouldn't mind you if that me you like Stafford more than Trey Lance. I wouldn't, I don't think Trey Lance is good. And I don't know what makes you right. think he well, is then I'll either. I'll trade you a second based round on pick for anything him in, the in, NFL, in the dynasty. Based on anyone in the NFL has said, yeah, you, you really hyped him up. You've, I drafted him based on on your hype for him. I trade you a second round pick not, for him in the I'm dynasty. I'm not not sold on him, <laughs> but like a bunch of people today were saying, the guy has played 21 games mm-hmm. in high school, in college, to the pros. The, it, Matt Hasselback was saying, as any scout, you want your quarterback to at least play 40 games in college. The guy doesn't even play yeah. 21. In high school and I mean, college, people that are smarter than me traded their entire organization's future. Yeah, for but him. what do you? But that's why they haven't traded Garoppolo yet. They're not like I think they haven't traded Garoppolo because like, there's like no I said, suitors. I can only go. I'm not at their practice. I don't know what's going on, but I can only go based on what people are saying and all mm-hmm. these rumors, basically. And it's not looking that great. It's looking like basically what Malik will is what they sh- they should have had the expectation of what people have for Malik. Yeah, sit for two years before you know what's going on. Where people didn't have like it was all of a sudden Trey sat out in South Dakota or whatever, and then you're supposed to just be the dude. I think it was unfair expectations, and that's maybe why I'm down on him, because I thought he was just going to be like a god right away. Yeah, so I'm not not sold on him. I just think he needs more time. You're like a, you're like a little bit annoyed of the hype. Yeah, I just think – well, I thought but he would have been – It is undeserved. But. I thought he would have been – but I because I there was a part of me that wanted, if the Lions could have come somehow got him, it would have been awesome. But at the same time, we would have thrust him, and it would have been really bad. 
would have ruined it for I us. I don't think we would have. I don't, I don't think we would have done that because we have Jared Goff. You know. Yeah, like, well, we wouldn't have had. It. Well, I guess yeah, we would have. Um, like Jared Goff is in by no means. Well, I guess uh, if we would have had, tr- I, don't, I don't think the future. But know? I guess if I guess in my head, if we would have got tr- Trey somehow, it would have meant Goff was not with us because that would have been part of the trade bargain. Oh, um, I don't know who. No, I don't think anyone would ever take Goff's contract. Well, that's on. what I'm saying. I mean, I don't think so either. But you never know. There's stupid teams out there. What else do we got going on in sports? Today? Uh, well, we haven't talked about basketball, so we got to talk about that. Oh, I got Celtics and six. Yep, we have the opposite. I have, and that's Warriors generous. And six. I don't think. Uh, I. I mean, hey, hey. First of all, can we all give me my flowers because? I predicted at the beginning of the NBA playoffs so that it's going to be Smith. Uh, Warriors over Celtics. Steve oh, May did too. I think he had bought. No, I think he just had he had Golden State winning it all. Oh, I had Warriors over Celtics. Like I was, I told people at the beginning, you can look back to the archives of the Split Six podcast if you want to go back. Um, but I said Warriors over Celtics. I don't think I said a number, but I will say six. Now. I'm surprised you said. I, I'm not that I'm not questioning you anyway. I'm just surprised you would have said Celtics back then, just because I. Well, I think Jason I would Tatum imagine, is Well, like, I just – Milwaukee and then the Nets, I figured most people were – because the Nets were favored. No, nah, I fucking hate the Nets. The Nets were favored the whole year. I mean, I didn't believe in them anyways, mm-hmm. but they they were favored the whole year by Vegas to win it all. Yeah. I just figured like them and Milwaukee would just trumped Boston. But um, I think Boston six, and I think I even said this last week, if it happens, Boston six, and that's being generous. I really think it should be five, but I don't want to throw – I don't want people to think I'm shitting or throwing disrespect on Golden State. I don't think they're a bad team whatsoever. That sounds crazy. But if you, it's, it, that sounds crazy to if me. You, that sounds crazy. If you look at the starting lineups and the Boston plays the way I would at least coach them to play, and they mm-hmm. kind of do play that way for most part, there really is absolutely no way they should lose. And the reason is, is they're every position bigger and stronger. Like there's no guard. Steph cannot guard one person on Boston's starting five. He's got to guard someone. He's not. Every single and then, like then, he, when he's not, like they're just gonna attack him. I guess we're gonna find out right now, Jeremy. I mean, this this series of uh, because like every time it's Luka, gonna be offense versus defense, right? Well, did you see how like last against Dallas, how mm-hmm. when Luca would get the ball, he was he was just picking rolling until he could get Steph to guard him because all he knew is. You're way bigger, and it's a he, Steph got in a lot of foul trouble last series, like a lot. <clears throat> and Luke is a one man show. Now you got Jalen Brown, Smart, and Tatum, and I don't think he's really gonna ever guard Horford on a switch. But those I would three, Luke is better than but, all of those. What I'm saying is they're all his Luca size, mm-hmm. and they all play similar to Luca as far as they seek out the mismatch. So now instead of one guy trying to waste. A whole shot clock seeking it. You can pass, you know, where Steph can try to hide behind screens and stay be- stay behind so he doesn't have to switch on to Luka. Now, it don't matter if you switch or not, you're on one of those three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so my whole point is they should not lose because they should be putting them in foul trouble like crazy. And if you put Steph in foul trouble early, it, I do like that team's diminished not saying i mean they still got pool still got clay they're not good but steph is i mean he's different he shoots no look threes from half court and makes them at will like clay's very good but he doesn't make those same shots that are demoralizing Steph's like either 
a top 10 player of all time or borderline one? But, like, but I mean, Golden State can outshoot the, the hell out of Boston, in mm-hmm. my opinion. So if they can, they might have to do a lot of that stuff, pull up from deep. And Boston looked like But fucking, maybe Boston doesn't play that Boston way. looks like looked like idiots at some points against the Miami Heat. Like They do. You know, like let's say Miami Heat would have won this one game seven. What would you would you say the Miami Heat would have beaten Golden State? Yeah. So you, you, I think you just don't like Golden State. No, I would have picked Golden State to win, but would I the the same theory would have been I just don't they have Jimmy Butler and that's really it. Where they have Tatum Brown and Smart. Well, they also have Lowry. He's I mean if he plays and he's Lowry's not the same of attack like he's not a bully mm-hmm. like Smart is Smart Smart's like a strong I mean Smart's dude. one of my favorite players and also Steph, I like him a lot you see Steph's this year what he's done against and Marcus I like, Smart I like Tatum and Brown Mark against Marcus Smart like the five games combined six games combined this year Steph has scored 30 points combined mm-hmm. shot 31% from the field 31% from three um, had Four assists and like eight turnovers across f- six games. That's eight. smart. Is I mean, he's defensive player of the year for a reason, but he plays Curry very good. But if they switch around, that's what my my thing is. Is that's my whole thing though about this series is is those three size offense and defense because now Curry, you switch off smart. You got Tall Brown and Tatum. Very good defenders. Well, the Warriors are trying to do something that um, I don't. I think only like maybe it's only been done twice or something before, where they have not lost the game at home yet, and they do have home field advantage. So I just hope they're not blowouts. I don't yeah. think they will be. No, I think this I, I will think be the, the closest games of the, like this should be the in these general. Are, these are the teams that I thought were the two best. So like I do think we potentially you know, could see some low scoring games though. Trust in me. We'll say Dubs and six. Curry it doesn't matter. Curry will get the MVP if they win, though. That was uh, not matched up correctly. But. Whether he plays well or not, um, it's yeah. already it's already a given. I don't like that aspect of it. I mean, if he deserves it, give it to him. But he, he'll get it no it matter what. Hard, because it would be he's hard miss, for him not to because he's missing it because Durant got him, and I just don't like that aspect of mm-hmm. giving people trophies because they should have got it. Before. Honestly, I kind of like I kind of fell off from, from basketball when Durant went to. Golden State, like I just like, like I mean, I've still rooted for them because I, I hitched my wagon to them, be- the year before they won their first championship, and then Durant goes there. And it's like, okay, this is stupid. Like no one's gonna beat this team, and no one did until I, they all got hurt. I like Golden State until they got Durant. Well, I wasn't on them the first year because I don't. I was like on to them be, when they had Mark Jackson. I don't like to be they a got, bandwagon they got, person. They got knocked in the first round. But they had Mark Jackson before, yeah. right before. I just like the way that they played. Like Draymond was. Maybe my favorite player in all of yeah, basketball. Yeah, Michigan State person. Like we're both Michigan State. I just basketball love the fans. way they play defense and stuff. But I don't hate Curry, that. I don't hate Golden State. Steph Curry just changed the world, like for better or for worse. He changed how people play basketball. Yeah, he did. Um, but anyways, we're on to entertainment. Um, Jeremy, uh, Stranger Things season four just came out. I know you don't watch Stranger Things, correct? I don't watch Stranger Things. Um... And surprisingly, I haven't seen a lot of hype on Twitter about it. Mm. I've heard only good things, but I just I thought it would be like my whole timeline. You know, when shit drops, everything's just yeah, full yeah. of it. Uh, well, I mean, there's been a kind of chaotic time in the world for it to come out, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you know, we got a holiday weekend, too. You got hol- holiday weekend, you got uh, championships in sports, and you have the shootings everywhere. Um, so, like, 
Twitter is probably full Everywhere. of uh, terrible takes. But um, and also, well, that's what Twitter is basically for. Also, this being has been... full of terrible takes and <laughs> yeah. judging people on them harshly. But Stranger Things broke a record for the amount of streams. Did it? What? Uh, like first weekend or whatever? Yeah, like it just really? it just came out last Friday. And, I'm kind of I... shocked by that. Not like I just feel like there's other things I thought would compete with that more. No, it's. I think it's. It, well, it, it certifiably is the biggest streaming show, at least in the current moment, and at least of all time, in terms of the opening weekend of a new season. You know, like, uh, which I think actually that's a that's a good conversation to have. I don't know if uh, I can think of a show that comes out on streaming where like there's a big episode drop and everyone watches it all at once that w- is comparable to Stranger Things in terms of viewership. That Wait, Stranger Things is only dropping episode by episode? No, no, it came out. All right, you so, mean like Ozark drops and people watched it? Right, right, uh, but not as not obviously not at the well, level. Right, of Stranger, Stranger but I'm not. Well, I thought there was better shows. Maybe not what I think is better, but I thought there was other shows people binge that were like huge drops. Other, not I know Stranger Things is a big mm, show for a lot right. of people. I just I don't know. I'm trying to think of like Ozark would be one of the ones up there. To say maybe even Tiger King, the second one. I mean, I didn't. I mean, the first one was binged a lot, but not at well, once because no one. You know, knew the first about, one but... came out in the perfect time for Tiger King because it was right when we we're all. Tiger King was in. great. I didn't don't, watch don't it, I'm, it. I, so I'm not. I'm not knocking. I'm just saying it came out at the right time where everyone had to watch right, something. Right. Yeah. No, so yeah. It was obviously, Stranger good. Things is just about Stranger Things happening, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Um, well, Stranger Things and Goblins. This is the this is the fourth season, so uh, it was it had an immaculate reception for the first season, uh, and then you know because it's like it's it's it. it it's playing on nostalgia, and everyone right now is like into nostalgia. You do have to watch it continuous too. Yeah, it's not like right, an anthology. Yeah, um, but it, it's about it's like I think I probably said this before, but it's like you did. It's, it's like ET kind of like that kind of vibe. But um, uh, please tell me you've seen ET. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, of course? You've never seen Top Gun or Aladdin or I've seen Aladdin. I don't know. I'm just naming things. That... I haven't seen <laughs> Top Gun, but <laughs> uh, we can actually we can get to Maverick in a second. But... ET was scary. <laughs> um, I I agree when we were younger, <laughs> um, uh, but rewatching it, like I think I watched it. I, feel, I I I watched it when uh, me and my brothers were doing well. That sucked. That was one of our episodes. Really? I haven't. I'm trying to think. Not that it. it was bad. We I feel that like was I our palate cleanser. I feel like I haven't seen this since like middle school. Yeah. It was, well, when we were younger, it was scary when those fucking when like Ooh. the. <laughs> I was never afraid of ET. I was more afraid of the. Government coming oh, the people in. in the, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking scary. Did you ever throw Skittles out to animals because of E.T.? Nope. And they were Reese's Pieces? Or whatever. <laughs> Same bag. Colorful guys. I think they were supposed to be Skittles, but uh, Reese's paid them to be... Oh, I saw the uncut version of Skittles. You, you saw... must have saw the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Reese's. <laughs> I haven't seen it for a long time, but... Um, yeah, maybe it was supposed to be, that was actually, to be M&M. That was one of the scariest parts because the hysteria... Of like everything going on when all the tunnels they're walking through to like fumigate or whatever the shit. It was and like, when ET's like dying. Yeah, yeah. It and was so is like, Elliot. Oh god. Elliot. Aliens. <laughs> I made way too many. Um, uh, Maybe that's what ruined ET alien movies for me. Jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Stranger Things, like it's 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 basically. They they can they they compare the two because it starts off like you know, E.T. starts out with them playing D and D, like the older brothers playing D and D, and uh, 
Stranger Things is all about D&D because the characters do play D&D throughout the whole series and it kind of relates to the story, the overwhelming story of what's going on in the upside down and whatnot. But I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Um, I don't know if you ever watch it, but you should because it's really good. Probably get around. Is this scary at all? People say it's scary, but no, it's not. Like you wouldn't consider it scary. Okay. It's it's like got minor horror. Like, well, if you think ET scary, it's like ET. Well, I mean, scary. I was in, like young, right? <laughs> um, I I might get around to Stranger Things, but um, we'll see. Yeah, the, there's just like really good actors from like the young kids that are acting because yeah, who's it? anyone famous that I know? You know Millie Bobby Brown. What are they in? That's one name. Stranger Things. That's, Billy Bobby Brown. That's she's the she's the most famous name. one in it. Yeah. Uh, well, like ever, they're all they're all young stars, so they haven't really been in much. Um, but they're all they all do such a fantastic. Oh, I'm a fucking what's her name? Winona Ryder. So they're she's all doomed because they made too much money while they're kids. I think that'd be okay. Um, Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, there's some weird thing with Drake and her. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. I've never heard that name, and I've never—I don't know who this person is, but it has a cool name. Yeah, she's eleven. She's the one with like the buzzed hair, like that's a little kid with the buzzed hair. I'm sure you've seen some of the like the pictures or something. I want to say the last like I know I've seen the trailer just like a couple days ago, Stranger Things, but I swear it was like some. It looked like goblins and goblins. Like it looked like that thing chasing someone. Yeah, they have like, like it's that kind of shit, kind of, but like it's not. He's pointing at a picture of Westeros, which is oh, that's, I thought that, that was just a bunch of islands. That's a map. I know it is, but it looks like it looks like a scary parrot or something. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The three faces, but, but uh, not That's everyone, all I ever see. Not everyone I sees that. that but the moment I walk in here, I'm just like, you have, why do you have a parrot painting? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like just a map flying of Westeros on its knees. From Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, but yeah, this uh, this all right. So this this newest season came out, and uh, it, it's been uh, it's been a long time since the last one. Look like, at. The last one came out, I think, 2019 before COVID. Three years. Yeah, so it's been a three years. So there's break. been a buildup for people too. Is that is that why it hit the most? Also, was that maybe a part of the reason? I'm I'm actually surprised. I thought it wasn't going to be as good as it was uh, because, like, it's been three years. It's also, nothing out right now. Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff. Not out. shitting on Stranger Things, but mm-hmm. like, I feel like there is nothing new out. Well, there's we just had Better Call Saul. We just had Barry. Yeah, guess, we just well, had... Barry. I'm watching. I didn't. I'm not into that Better Call Saul yet. So I guess as far, I mean like Netflix and stuff. Like when I go to like the new releases, there's like yeah nothing new. Like, well, last uh, week we were talking about shows that encompass like everybody. This is the closest thing we have to it right now because I, clearly it surpassed the streaming mark. Uh, but I actually haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen much on Twitter about it either. But my Twitter is full of Bonnery right now because the <laughs> algorithm knows where I'm going. Here. Yeah, I don't see your boundary shit like I did last year or whatever. You just, just randomly just commenting on this one person's thing the whole time. There's just like no <laughs> likes to it. It's just you. I'm just like, does Nick know this person? It's just some random person, in another state that went there. Yeah, that yep. you just. But now I do it and I get a bunch of comments because I've, I've, I've gotten more into the boundary community. <laughs> That's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boundaries. Uh, you gotta be pretty pumped for that. I am. We will get to that in a second. We still have to keep talking about Stranger Things for a second because I want to say some more things about it. Hey, um, um, so this season, the char- so like it's been three years since the last uh, season aired, right? So the characters are three years older, and they're kids. So they look noticeably older now, mm. which is a little jarring at first. Yeah, I was going to say, that's I don't like when it's something that's weird. But now the kids are all in high school, 
and uh, like going through the high school the standard like eighties high school shit, you know, but with also spooky stuff going on. And uh, it's it also takes place during like the Cold War, um, so like there's Russian shit. And uh, one of the things I want to talk about is like these. So they they released the first seven episodes, right? In this first block, and then on July first, yeah, there's only two more. Oh, are they gonna be like hour or whatever, or even the, longer? The, the, the first one is I think an hour. Like, right, so the last one of this, of uh, episode seven of this uh, first installment of this of Stranger Things four, is an hour and forty minutes, and they all are so long. So it's like you're, you're watching a movie each time. Like, do you like that or not? I mean, do you like the thirty hour? If I'm into a show, I really like it. If I'm not, like, no, that's ridiculous. But, like, they know that you're going to be into it. It depends on the genre for me. Like, comedies, things like that. I like mm-hmm. them to be, like, you know, the 30, 40 minutes, whatever they yeah, are. But even like, the 20 minutes that New Girl Like, is. the dramas, like, the, the Ozark-type shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I like those being an hour long. Because you need, a, like, a little extra. Even though sometimes yeah. it's when I get bored of just, like, those dull moments of, like, walking between rooms or whatever. Like, just slowly. I'm like, come on. But, yeah, like that's why like New Girl or not New Girl, um, Stranger Things. Like I think all their episodes at first were like pretty much under an hour, right? For the first three seasons, then this one they're like, okay, we're we know we have a fan base, so let's just do this right. We don't need a bunch of episodes. Like they only have two more coming out, so it's only gonna be uh, nine in total. But the episode seven is gonna be or episode eight is gonna be an hour and forty, I think, again. And then episode eight is gonna be two hours and thirty minutes, which is that might be. Well, I mean, like I said, it's just a movie at that point. Right, yeah. It's even it's, it's, it's like, like a watching movie. a recap of the whole thing as like a movie. I mean, mm. I, eh, I'm not going to lie. That could be kind of cool because most things do that at the very end. Like the last season finale is usually like half hour long or whatever. Right. But, yeah, because like Sopranos is like an hour and a half, but two and a half might be too long. That's why I'm glad they broke this up because if they had it for that long, you know, like I'm – I'm just watching this for another extra five hours. You know? It would take me so long to finish. Yeah. Well, I mean, once I, 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 was, I was enthralled. T- with two episodes season. of Barry since last podcast. Yeah. Barry is like what? 30 33 minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, it was a holiday weekend. There was like just a lot going on or whatever, but it's not really a lot going yeah, on. Yeah. I was going to say what? <laughs> there was a, well, I mean, there was a lot of sports I watch right now too. So that's, right, that's the hard right. part. But, um, because I watch more sports now than in general because I watch every hockey game type. But, mm. yeah, I've, I was thinking about that last night. I was like, shoot, Nick asked me about Barry. I'm not on, like, I only have gone up two episodes. <laughs> like, it's been a whole week. Yeah, Barry is not, like, imp- Barry almost feels like a sitcom, but not a sitcom. You know Do you what I mean? Ma- so, you just, because this, what, the third season just came out? Mm-hmm. And you, you already binged it? Well, it's it's it, it's a weekly release. Oh, okay. So, but do you like? So, I'm on. I don't know the exact episode five or six, maybe where he just. Um. What did he just do? Honestly, I forget a lot of the first season. He just went to. He's basically at the point where he's like, debating to be like the actor, or like, or the, that old dude just like killed himself. They just brought him over from. Did he open the inter- interdimensional loop yet? I hope that's not real. I'm just kidding. It's like, geez, I'm going to stop watching this now. Um, no, the 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 guy they just shipped there, the assassin, just killed himself. So 
like I don't even know what that guy's honestly I like it sounds what is that guy that, like about. is that Barry's agent who is that like that short fat dude is that like his Fuchs? agent to kill people or whatever is it Fuchs yeah whatever his name is but like, is that what he is basically like his agent to kill people I think so so like that guy I know just, what he is now because I don't remember the first season that well yeah like like Barry's right like the episode that I just ended Barry's at a party because he's trying to like mack on that blonde girl he's like thinking their the boyf- annoying actor girl think yeah he's thinking their boyfriend girlfriend because they hooked up and She's clearly using them or whatever, but the other fat guy was like, "You think you can like showed up to the party? He's like, you think you can old looking fat dude? He's like, like you think you, you can basically leave leave this position? You're wrong." And then like so, Barry's like, "Ah oh, shit!" Type or wait, is he talking? Are you talking about? Because he already killed the. He already lit up the three. There's two old looking fat dudes. The ones not the, ones the acting not coach. the what are they Croatian or whatever. Uh oh! Not like the Serbian dude or whatever. Not the guy not, with like no, no hair. There's the skinny guy with no hair, and then the fat guy that's like his sidekick, and then there's Barry and his short fat sidekick. Well, there's the, Barry, the, the guy. He's got the the thing on his neck. He's in the he was in the garage. Is there an acting coach yet? Yes, he's the he's probably the most famous guy in the whole thing. Okay, so not you're not talking about that guy. No, no, no. Then you're talking about Fuchs. He's 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 macking on the the cop right now. That's okay. investigating the Ryan Matson murder. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, no. Um, I don't remember what your question was. Is that that guy's like agent to kill people or whatever? Like Barry's agent? Cause, I think so. Because Barry's like can't I, say he's you know, out it, without that it, guy's permission. It's it's weird because I watched Barry from like the halfway through point to the end of the second season first because um, uh, I was watching it with Kurt and I was like watching it. And I was like, wow, this is fucking amazing. And then I rewatched it like very quickly, and it's been that's another that's another three year hiatus between seasons. Yeah, just well, you got me into that from this podcast like, a couple weeks ago. So a couple weeks ago, it's I good. say I'm on <laughs> episode five <laughs> <laughs> of twenty um, or thirty three minute episodes. All right, stay stay in tune next week. My plan <laughs> is to watch at least two more tonight, so I'll be ahead. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's that is so bad. But uh, whatever. But speaking of Kurt, I don't know why does well you just brought Kurt up. But you know he because Kurt got me into Letter Kenny because he would always uh, yeah, watch I've it seen here. A couple episodes of and that. I that is a that's a pretty damn funny like Canadian <laughs> show, whatever hockey type thing. Um, it's like a workaholics in a way, I guess. But yeah, they're making a low stakes comedy. I just saw was that I think Letter Kenny's on Hulu. So on Hulu, there's like a spinoff of one of the Letterkenny characters. Oh, really? But I don't remember which – like I remember the – like like I don't remember which character that is though. I mean I've only seen Letterkenny like a couple episodes here and there. Okay. And it's all been like – it's this it's this weird form of comedy. It You know what? It's, it, this is weird because like I never – I never watched King of the Hill. But it reminds me of like a workaholic's – Mixed with King of the Hill because their facial expressions remind you of something you've never watched but, before. But, but King of the Hill, King like, of the Hill's a cartoon. Yeah, but the intro, like their facial expressions, like, "Hey, I'm a I'm man from King of the Hill," and that's what that oh. one dude just sits in the chair. He's like, "Yeah, hey, okay, I'm a okay. like, I what's do. up?" But like he just like speaks fast. But he that dude reminds me of him. Like yeah. he's like a laid back, like just dumb, lazy dude. It seems like sitting there, and then you got like the workaholics, kind of like all the dumb shit they do aspect of it. I mean, yeah, the kind of reminds me of "It's Always Sunny" but lazier. Yeah, it's like a. Well, I mean, it's like a. It's it's like a. Hang on, maybe mix it with Shit's Creek. That's a Canadian show. I, it is mixed a little with Shit's Creek too. I mean, it's like that 
goofy comedy, but it's also it's it's like a like a hickish thing. But I didn't ever really would mm-hmm. represent Canada with having farms. Not that they are not allowed to. I just never <laughs> thought like because that's what like they're on just like the in like half the show is the guy just sitting next to like a basically like a corn shack. You know, isn't there a guy like, in the show when they're playing hockey that's like always in the locker room or something? Yeah, you can't see his face. Which is like yeah, also, like, which also could be like a Arrested Development, not Arrested Development, no, um, the uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, Home Improvement. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> well, that's like one of the greatest characters ever. Like I bet, I mean, that guy made money to basically be a voiceover. Yeah, like and just show his eyeballs. You never. Well, I, you only saw him once. <laughs> the very last episode you ever. ever see, do you see his eyes or just? You see his eye. You see every, like? Do you even? I think you see his nose, like the know. tip of his nose below. But I thought it was. The very last episode, you actually see him, which I, I actually cried in that very last episode of Full or uh, Tool Man, whatever that is called. <laughs> Home Improvement. Home Improvement. <laughs> you cried. It was sad. It was like an ending There's of. There's not much that gets me emotional, but it's but it, seeing a man's face for the first time. No, I didn't cry because of that. I cried because it was like the ending of something. I've, it was like ten years of my life, you know, mm-hmm. getting home from school or whatever, and it would be on. Well, like Jeremy, I think you can win things. the award for first person ever to cry at the season finale of Home Improvement. Shit. I thought that was going to be um, something that everyone here was just going to agree to. All these people behind me here. Um, I don't know if I've cried. I, I, no, no, never mind. I have cried at the end of one show, and that was just lost. I'm a variable. I, I can be very touched easily, though. Wow, that sounds weird. Um, let me rephrase that. Hey, um, Grandpa Bill, <laughs> come back to life. <laughs> oh, no, that's Dwayne. Oh, sorry. You're still alive. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this, Dwayne. Um, <laughs> no, um, I could be – I'm easily emotional. I blame my mom for that. But blame? I, I, hey, I it's cried – It's to be. Well, I guess I, some of these were young, but, like, I cried with Free Willy. I know it's not a show, but that movie, I cried. Mm-hmm. Um you're gonna, have to with, write, you're gonna have to write the Free Willies. I cried with Fox series. and the Hound. Ah, I remember that. Fucking I don't remember Todd. crying, but Todd, Todd and Copper. I love those <laughs> two. I always wanted a. That's why I wanted a cat and a dog when I grew up because I knew I couldn't have a fox. And I was kind of like one, but um, yeah. I what other hereditary? Sh- trying to think of what other shows maybe I've cried at. New Girl. No, I mean there, there may have been a time I like. I'm not talking like ball my eyes out. I might have teared up, but like, I guess that was such an older show, Home Improvement. But I was trying to think yeah, of like Sons of Anarchy. That's a weird yeah, show to cry at. <laughs> it was, but that's what I'm saying. It was just no like, offense, but it, it was is. something that I watched for like I grew up on it. Mm-hmm. So it was like an ending of something I like. Oh yeah, sucks I, I, not I mean, I cried at the end of The Office. It was like the ending of like Sons of Anarchy, but like, did you watch Home Improvement from the day one? Pre- yeah, pretty much like '91 or maybe something like that. But that was, but that's like different. Like the end of like you were only like well, like the end of like like twenty five at the at the start of that then. Yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> but like the end of like sh- like Ozark shows like that, you know, or like they don't like they just they end. Where like Home Improvement, the ending of that was like them as a cast, like coming on the set yeah, yeah. and like talking a little bit. So it was like a mo- like I think Friends did that too in a way. But like I I never really watched Friends until probably two years ago really. Right. Um, but like, that's why I think like I was emotional because it was like, it was like a send off like personal, where like mm-hmm. you know Sons of Anarchy or Ozark they just end. But like Sons of Anarchy, I think I did tear up a little bit just because it was like, oh man, like 
Jax died. And it was I, mean, like I was a, with you during that finale. It was like and a, I don't remember you crying. Well, I don't think like that's what I'm saying. I don't think I cried like a tear in my eye, like yeah, a little watery. But like it was sad because it was like that's one of my like we talked about the other day, like my top five favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. It just sucked to end and ends on the main character dying. Sorry if no one's seen it. Yeah, but, it's okay. The Split Six podcast we spoil shit. Yeah, that is um. That yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, um, Lost is the only one I cried at because that was the most important one to my starting liking what I like now. Because uh, I watched that from day one to day season six, episode whatever it was. Uh, even though that was not a very good last season. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that there's been better shows since then. Uh, the Leftovers, I didn't cry, but like that was borderline crying <laughs> uh and uh you know the more i rewatch new girl the more i cry once i you 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 understand these different layers of everything yeah and you're expecting it and just it's all happy cry it's mostly happy cries, right you no know? i get that i mean there's like Shit's creek has done that a few times like i like i said i water up or whatever yeah I'm, like sitting there with like napkins blowing snot mm. but um I'm not gonna cry it have you ever bad. i guess we're on the topic of crying have you ever like got like um just trying to think of like situations that like made me like a news event or like uh, I guess something specific is like I remember my mom crying when Princess Diana died. I didn't even know who that was at the time. Mm-hmm. But I remember exactly where I was, like the room and everything. I was like, why some princess died? And in my head, I was thinking of some fairy tale show, like <laughs> not like a prince. Like I didn't really know that there was. Yeah. princesses or whatever i don't when did she even die like 92 i was pretty young <laughs> no it was um, after that because i don't remember had or maybe it wasn't was that I, keith and colleen i remember having the princess die uh beanie babies yeah the purple but ones i remember crying when barry sanders retired like i that legit like snot coming out but that was my favorite player of any sport of all mm-hmm. time still to this day like but when he retired I was because it was shocking because that was not yeah. like I guess which is what I'm talking about like sudden news or whatever but like um, I I mean that was yeah I remember I where I was Donald too Trump got elected I was in the loft and I started punching shit and ran to my room went and took a nap thinking it wasn't real woke up and it was even more real <laughs> but, and when Kobe died I got pretty oh Col- yeah I, I, yeah I teared up when Kobe died um, but like I said when Donald Trump got elected yeah definitely cried um, because I was being such an you asshole. did you did you shut yourself away for like three days yeah I you didn't like, even speak for like three days I know. um i was like um well i thought this was a joke but apparently like any <laughs> any like shows or movies i'm trying to think of like when's the last movie movie that i watched that made me cry was hereditary there was this one scene in it that just really hit hard i don't know if you've ever seen it it's a horror movie so i haven't seen a good horror i don't think i've seen a horror movie in a minute, let alone a very good one. But it's like it's, it's a movie where like this the daughter dies, and then like it happens in the beginning of the movie, and then there's like this scene around the dinner table, and they're all fighting, and the people start crying, and I'm just like, wow, this for some reason this is touching a nerve right now. And I started crying in the theater. I was like, fuck. Oh, the voice, <laughs> the voice makes me cry, tear up. I should say whatever. Uh, yeah, when you showed me that fucking uh, that thing. I don't know if it was the voice, but like the one guy one of those type shows. doing the Robin song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dancing on my own. That was that, America's Got Talent. I, like, I teared up that, when you showed yeah. me that. Well, because <laughs> not only do you sometimes you can just 
one of the reasons I really like those shows, like I don't watch them. I watch like the like the YouTube clips. So I just miss all the the bullshit, or whatever. Mm. But like usually, when they get on stage, there's like a short like thirty second clip of like something tragic. There's never like just it's got to highlight their story. But I'm like, man, like you see these people from all walks of earth across America try to make it as a singer, and like you will see some of these like little stories of like. Uh, like my mom interested this in and then she passed of mm. like cancer or something and then the guy all of a sudden starts singing it's like holy shit like 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 that'll get me teared up a lot like a bunch of youtube shit where like when people do those nice things i got in a little yeah. rabbit hole of that the other day of some guy would go he was buying water or he was only getting water at restaurants and tipping like 500 bucks and like some of these people were like would get it and be like like hey like I just have not paid my last two car payments. You don't know what this has done. I'm like, man, like that shit's so like heartwarming. Which is a good thing. I guess I tear up for that because it means yeah. I'm still a person. But yeah, like, you have a soul. It's good to see. Like, <laughs> I mean, part. I mean, it is good. I guess to watch like good deeds in the world because there's so much negativity. It's all it's on news and stuff. But no one highlights good things, so it's good to see that. But I'm like, man, shit makes you cry a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And, you know, whenever a show can make you, like, uh, it, even if you're not crying, but, like, getting emotional, like, where, like, you know, the dam is weak and it could be broken open, that's, like, that's the good point. Uh, that's when you know a show is good, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, the, the end of The Leftovers, like, that was one of the most romantic things I've ever seen. The end of Watchmen, like, there's this line that he, he says that's, like, just really, like, wow. And the more I watch it, the more I get emotional because I know what's coming, you know. And it, it's not as genuine, but uh, it's still, it, it's still something, you know. Yeah. I'm hoping there is a um, a show out soon that's like that's what like I'm kind of waiting for because all these shows that you're mentioning, like they, like I said, I've mentioned it many times on here. Like, a, part of me doesn't like to go back and watch a lot of things mm-hmm. that are already been hyped up. Cause it's like after the fact. Like, there's no more talking to it's all yeah past tense like i'm waiting for like a new show that comes out where i can start season one with everyone and just be like a hit i'm like that's what i was saying like i the other day i went on hulu amazon netflix and hbo or whatever and it was just going through like what was the like trending now or like the top 10 and it was like nothing was like brand new out they're all like there were a bunch of like new series out mm-hmm. but they were like season three already i'm like oh like what is new right now that we can all get hooked on? Yeah, all right. So I got a couple for you that you should that I think you would like. Like I've told you before, Yellow Jackets. You should watch that. That that could I, I think that has potential to elicit crying in the future. Um, and you know it's about a soccer team, so like you might it's a women's soccer team. I guess but Ted Lasso's close to that. But. It's a women's soccer team that gets stranded in a forest and has to survive. You're gonna fucking like that. There's no way you won't. Oh, oh, you can keep going. And uh, uh. Also, uh, what was the other thing that was just... Oh, Severance, which I've talked about with you before, which is just very mind, mind-bending. mind But, you know, like, we both we both have different genres of shows that we like, you know? Um, but these are the two that are closest to the... Because like, you don't like the super sci-fi fantasy stuff, right? Right. And these ones both don't have sci-fi fantasy, but at the same time kind of have a, a little bit of, like, Black Mirror or... Well, Yellow Jackets has it, it's more real than Severance, but Severance is it's not like sci-fi. It's more like mind or a Black Mirror type shit. Okay, so 
Uh, I've never seen Black Mirror, but I think Dylan always recommends that to me every time he talks to me. But um, Paramount Plus. So the other day when I was searching all those shit and I was I was Googling like top shows now or like best new shows, mm-hmm. things like that. And like Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone, I did see that, but no, I wasn't. I totally forgot about this just now. <laughs> but Yellowstone always comes up and I want to watch this so bad. And it was on cable the other day. But the moment I saw it, it was like season two, episode one. I was like, ah. And it was just playing through. I missed it to record. I should have recorded them all. And then just waited for season one. Well, so sometimes whatever. it's like if you're not if you're not sure of a show, sometimes it's okay to jump in halfway. I think if it, especially if it's well, Yellowstone. I like I've seen a few of them. and I really like like and it's shit I like in general. Mm-hmm. But there is there's a new mob show type thing out, but it's on Paramount Plus. And I went to go watch it the other. I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? They will marry. Was it, Par- it was Paramount Plus or like Hulu. Like you or YouTube Plus maybe or something, which I don't have. Well, if it's Showtime, <clears throat> I I have Showtime. I don't know how to get rid of it. But it was yeah, there was it was like a new mob show that they're coming out with. You ever watch Dexter? Yeah, Dexter's great. Beer number three, politics. All right, well, on to beer number three, I suppose. Politics. Ah. <laughs> You want to talk about politics? <laughs> what we got this week? I, I guess it's required. <laughs> uh, uh, we still have... A little bit of the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there hasn't been another at least... Um, no, I, there has been. There has been another mass shooting? There's been 18 since that shooting. Oh, my God. What is that? They're happening? just not talk. See, that's... Well, not that it's like a... Well, I guess it is a problem that people don't really talk about, but also a problem I don't really want to hear about all the time because... I don't really like to be here about nasty shit, but mm. yeah, there's been 18 mass shootings, which I guess mass shootings, I think it means like three over, or more. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Something like um, there's one here in Michigan. It's actually about 10 minutes from where we're staying at in the Airbnb. Uh, oh, damn. But that was a guy that, the one in Michigan was a guy that shot his wife and three kids. So, I mean... Absolutely terrible, but I think when people think mass shootings, it's not like your own family. The only ones that get talked about are the ones that, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's more it's nor- Yeah, out in the public, I guess, more, but this, like, that was like a home one. But yeah, there was a festival in Kansas, I want to say, a festival in Texas, and then some type of festival in Charleston, South Carolina. Well, um, uh, what the hell is going on? But those were like 10 people. Like, those were a lot. The one in Michigan yeah. was like a considered a mass shooting, but it was like not not diluting it in any way. But it was right. like a household thing where th- those other three I'm talking about were all like public like festival thingies, right? More like random. a lot of kids around. I think one was like a carnival, one was like a festival, and I don't know what like a music thing or whatever. But yeah, there's it's. I mean, they happen more than we. I mean, that's why when we just talked about last week when we said what was it 220 or something in 180 mm. days. Like, and even that number, people were like, what? No way. You've only heard about like four. If that, you probably only heard about Oxford. Right. And that, and the, the Valdo. And then the Buffalo one. And then the Buffalo. But, um, yeah, I guess like. I, Which is like, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, it's just, I mean, gun violence in general is just, I mean, it's just out of control. It's, I mean, you don't even have to like. 
you could strictly just look at Detroit news mm-hmm. because that's where we're from or right. Chicago news because I get a lot of that in my in my news things because we're so close to there. But if you just look at those two cities, that alone is way too much gun violence. Yeah. And that's two cities. Like the amount of shootings every night in Detroit is – I mean that cop just – so you see that the other day, the guy Mm-mm. just ha- sitting there because I don't know how much, you know, but like there's a huge like drag racing scene in Detroit. Like I never knew that until like the past few years, how mm-hmm. big cars were downtown. But just this past weekend, this p- weekend or two weekends ago, uh, cops were pulling over someone for like, I guess, or wanted to flick the lights on for suspicious of speeding or drag racing or whatever it was. And the guy just stuck out the window and fired seven shots at the cop car. Damn. Um, I mean, they got arrested now, but the yeah, they lit up the cop car and just have no fear of it. And that, that that's what I was saying last week. It happens more than you probably think because it doesn't get in the news when it's ever bad against a cop. But um, there was that was like one of seven shootings that weekend. Like there was just one today I saw on Twitter shooting on a highway. Um, someone was like dying. I think yeah, on ninety six I mean, and I've heard of some some fucking road rage type shooting. That's what's that happened. Happened right lot. here in in Garden City. Yeah, they were two. Just, like the one you heard. What is happening? But do you remember? I want to say it's almost been a year, or no? Wherever I took you. When you went to Denver, I don't know what time recently in the past year, mm-hmm. but when I drove back, I told you there was a shooting. That literally a block oh, away, yeah, yeah, yeah. same road on Middle Belt, a block away, another one just happened. Because I saw that the other day. I was like, wait, is this old news, the one that happened? I was like, no, it's different. But I'm like, literally it was road rage. They both were. Mm-hmm. And that's on a normal street. Is this shit, my question, is this shit that used to happen and just we're just more aware of it now or is it just think, something that's spiraling out of control? I don't necessarily think like the anger part has like has always kind of been there. Like people are just, people are always angry at, in general and right. especially driving. I don't, I, I have a fear of driving a lot because of other people like are just assholes. <clears throat> but I feel like just the mass production of guns and it's just so easy to get mm-hmm. and more people have them now. Maybe they, maybe I just didn't know back then and people still had the same amount. Well, there wasn't the But it seems like now, like, like you're on a highway, like literally 90s and there's probably odds. three shootings a week on 96, like the past couple months. And it's, I'm like, this is, you get road rage a little bit on a highway and you start to shoot people. Like mm-hmm. what the hell is going on? But like, I mean, I don't know the answer. I don't know. It's, I don't like. I like. I've, I've I've said. I don't. I don't know if there's an answer. Like, I don't think banning guns is the answer because I don't think that's a realistic, a realistic right. thing to do. Like, right. like the it will be especially the makeup of our, uh, you know, uh, executive legislative and uh, the the Supreme Court. You know, right now, like any time any type of gun measure that gets challenged to the Supreme Court is going to get overturned. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um. Well, I, w- I was going to ask you, uh, I totally forgot about this. Um, I was trying to save it for the podcast, but when I asked you, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, like, why can't Biden just, like, say, fuck everyone, fuck anyone in government, I'm making my own law. But I thought I just saw something where you said, like, he can't. Like, I thought yeah. I just saw him, like, he's like, I, my hands are tied or whatever. There are certain things he uh, can't do because, you know, we have the checks and balances 
and the Supreme Court really just can overturn anything. But like, it's it's hard because we have pretty much all of the Republicans being donated by the NRA, which I don't think the NRA even gives a shit about guns. They give a shit about their money, right? They give a shit about selling guns. They don't. I don't. I don't. I would. I would be shocked if any of the big, big leaders in the NRA actually carry assault weapons <laughs> anywhere. You know, right. they, they just want to be able to sell them, and they're they they don't want like there's there was a leaked document or something or a leaked recording of people people in the in the NRA saying like, yeah, well these hillbillies out there might be fucking it up for all of us, you know, because like you know those are the ones that go out with like fucking stupid gun rules and they just want to be. They want to continue this generational wealth that they've got from being this high up in a company under capitalism, you know? And then, like, shootings in, like, uh, like Detroit and Chicago are a lot more, I think, and, and, I, and I could be wrong. This, and, and they're and, gang, and, there are and, a lot of gang violence, just dumb, right. dumb which, shootings which, over a dollar, like, g- just dumb things. Gang violence and gang culture is all based on poverty, right? Like, because people aren't, don't have a, don't have necessary access to come come into uh, the same kind of um, you know middle class area that we live in, even though we live in like the lower middle class. But you know they, mean, they, they don't have the same opportunities because yes and, they are redlined into buying houses that are all put into the inner city, which is primarily minority people. Which are I would say yes and to, no to that because that I feel like that's. It's a built-in excuse people can use the past 60 years and can continue to use and will always continue to use. Like, I, Well, redlining is a thing. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I mean, there comes a point where, like, as a community, you should just say, hey, we don't need to just shoot people over five cans they have in a bag right now mm-hmm. or just because they're on the wrong turf or the wrong color. Yeah, we might be set behind as far as economically or schooling things like that but that doesn't mean like you just fall into hey well we were screwed let's just keep killing each other no like reform your like you got to reform yourself you got to have some pride in like your own home make it nice not just have everything sh- like there ha- you can't just i just i don't want people just to, like like blame like the past all the time until they're waiting for a handout and money almost like no like yeah, you could be better. Yeah, you have a shit situation. It sucks. I don't want it for anyone. I wouldn't want to be in there. Like, I'm not saying like probably would be some type of criminal as well if I grew up in you know a harsh area. But doesn't mean it's acceptable. And I don't think it should continue to be acceptable because where our, where typically our most gun violence is is in inner cities. Right. Because, but because of poverty. The problem everyone it's not keeps. Of people, well, though. the answer I guess that everyone keeps saying or the problem is white people put us here or economically like okay we all understand that it sucks mm-hmm. but it the, like don't keep just falling into the, like waiting for a handout to bail you out like do something to like have pride in like your own like commu- like i wouldn't want even if i was in a shitty area or whatever i wouldn't want to just everyone around me like i try to build people up like i don't like there's no okay well like what how do you what do you want them to do because there's not like there's not people in the community that want to do that there's also a lot of fucking jobs downtown that a lot of Mm -hmm. fucking jobs downtown i see a lot of businesses hiring right now i see a lot of businesses shutting down because they can't hire people so it's not like I know there's a lot there's of not, people racial po- profile in these, like in like the, the, for the, for the middle class of, jobs. A lot of downtown Detroit is black business owned, mm-hmm. like 
Dan Gilbert and we're Illich have put we, a whole we, we, I think, thing I think, on I think, that. I but, think we're working on it, but like it's still like a, a like a generational thing. Like it's not just like an easy fix. Like okay. I'm not saying it's an easy fix, but it's also not. I just, I just don't think it should be something so simple as the first thing people say is. Well, generally speaking, they've been put in a bad like yeah, you've been put doesn't mean just because you're put in a bad situation, you have to make it worse. Like but that's my also, point. They're also fighting against cops that are racially profiling people. They're also fighting against uh Do you see that in Detroit all the time or are you just generalizing everything that happens? I'm uh I, I am I am I'm I guess I am generalizing everything, but like but like even like uh, you know, I don't know. I know I, I I've known and I've grown up in Livonia, which is growing up around a lot of a lot of relate a lot of racist people. You know, like like were they open? Because I like I grew up in a much I guess I don't want to use the term because I don't like that term at all. But like hickish, countryish mm-hmm. area, even though it's only twenty five miles away, whatever. Right. And I'm not saying there's no racism. I guarantee there is, but it was never open. I mean, there was. But that guy got his fucking face stomped in. Um, but like it wasn't it was few and far between. But like everyone I know, well, you guys are all from Livonia, mm-hmm. make it seem which like was it's the whitest country in America. But it, it seems not country city seems, in America, which is so weird. But it seems like every one of you guys have like just I don't know if it's like a perception you have because like people like to hate their own city, state, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like everyone's like it just seems like it's prevalent. You just go to Meyer, you see it every like every day. Like and I haven't noticed it. Like the racism of Livonia? Yeah. But I've heard it a shit ton. Yeah, it's like... It's like... It's, it's hidden. Like, you know, we we used to be a sundown city, which was a city that if you're black and outside after sundown, like, they can just arrest you, you know? Like, that's fucking... Really? Yeah. Like, w- when are we talking? Like, you know, you've seen this or... I, th- I, believe, it, I believe it was... Uh, or are we talking like how, like how it used to be... KKK, like in the 40s, 50s. I believe Cowell still is the KKK capital of I Michigan. I don't think it is. Oh, of Michigan. I, I thought you meant because it used to be not of the, the world, nation but, or not the nation. Maybe, I, maybe, I believe I, I, maybe, but um, uh, I I doubt it at this point. But uh, yeah, like I believe at some point when I was growing up, it was still a sundown city. Like Ooh. we had to be inside if you're black, and you if you're on the streets, they have cause to pull you over and arrest you. Like that's that's what I'm talking about. Like. Like I never heard of that in South Line. I would assume if it's here, mm-hmm. twenty minutes more in the suburbs where it's even you know less black people, it would be worse. But I maybe there was. And I just never heard of it. But we were probably like a like you know this sounds bad. But we were probably like a shield for you, like from from black people. You know, like because you can't go further this way. You got to go more towards Detroit. You yeah, know? I mean, which is. You know, and then like even more, more like with redlining. It is more like, country, I guess. Like people, not we don't really have like cameras in South Line, but like people mm-hmm. are aware of their surroundings. I would say more. Yeah, like they look out for one each other. We're here. People don't have like a community type feel. It's just like we got all cameras. Yeah, but like I mean, in like, South Line, the world, it's like, oh, the I saw world someone is, the world walking around your now. yard the other day where no one would come to my house and say that right now. Right. Like we got like people have ring cameras everywhere now. They just so go to the neighbor doc, the neighbor app and be like, someone walked through my backyard. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know the whole. I've I've lost faith in uh, a a lot of uh, being able to solve any of this. <laughs> I, well, I guess this doesn't solve it, but it goes. I just thought about this because I did see this today. But one of the things I always say is like part of like reforming like inner cities and stuff has to come within. It 
can't come from outside money or outside help. Like you need it. I'm not saying you don't need it whatsoever, but like it has to also, you can only give people money. Like, like if you give a homeless man money, but he wants to be homeless, that money is just stupid. Like that's what I'm saying. Like people have to want to help themselves where that money benefits, but you need things to uplift people at the same time. Like you can't just have no schools, no groceries. Yeah, well, like if, you're, if you're a homeless man Tom, with no access to showers, how are you going to get a job interview? Right, like know? Tom Gores is, is about to open up or it's supposed to be done by like air in 2024, but like um, a huge, like a, like a YMCA basically mm-hmm. for like in, in Detroit um, to like play basketball, like a rec center basically for kids to go to after school. And like, that's what they need. Like, extra quicker activities where if you do have a one single household or even if your mom or dad is not there, either of them is not there because they're working two, three jobs to make whatever it might be. You need extra things besides like crime to get into. Mm. Like, and I think that you just not be in poverty. That's good too. Yeah. But there's, I mean, uh, that's the perfect scenario. And I, I would love no one to be in poverty, but again, I, I mean, I've said this many times. It, it always exists. There'll always be rich. There'll always be middle class. There'll always be poor. Don't matter if we restart the world. It'll always could, we, there could go be, back could, to we, it. We could like I. I mean, I agree that there should be not should be, but there always probably realistically will be rich, middle class, and poor. But there should be a blanket for how poor you can be, where you're not fucking having to resort to crime to feed a family. I, oh, I oh a hundred. I don't. So, and and the same the same thing as goes for like a safety net for the poor. There should be a fucking ceiling for the rich. Right. Where like you can't become people that are just uh, hoarding wealth, like you said, and uh, just just creating this generational wealth that is never going to be touched. Like most right. of it, like where you have but, where, where you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like children of rich parents, yeah, there's like they can saying, do whatever the fuck they want. That's other why than, I don't like, believe in obviously wealth. kill people on camera, and they're going to be fine. That's like part of the reason I don't believe in generational wealth. Like I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. is because like that's just wasting money for people that need it now as well. Right. Like what if there's it's just a thing that exists? That's why like, people, like I understand people are striving towards it. But I, I wonder if like well I, I I know this is a lot of the reason. But like like if you see someone homeless on the side of the street in like Detroit, you're going to a sporting event or a festival or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there will be bums lined up to get money or whatever. Yeah. A, most people don't give them money, mm-hmm. probably for a few reasons. Most people don't have cash on them anymore, mm-hmm. so it's hard. It depends, like, who you're with. If you're alone, you might be scared. You just don't want to interact. You just leave. But I do think there's a huge part of people that don't want to give money because they just assume, or it is true, that a lot of those homeless people will just use that money for booze and drugs and not to And a lot of people like, don't up. want to give them money because like it's not like we have a lot of money to spare. But that's what but, like, but what my point is is like that's a small level and that's what I'm saying like on a big level is like there are a lot of homeless people that desperately want help and they're just in a really bad situation. Yeah. There's a lot of homeless people that put themselves there because they just don't want to work and just want like to do drugs and right. that. And, they are and then making... there's a lot of people that have mental issues that or is like right. a whole different story. And, and the people that are doing that, which is going to be like this in every kind of uh, economic background, there's right. going to be people that are going to be abusing the system to like this, even this minor system, like we're like to, to uh, what do they call it? Like a uh, panhandle for money. They're going to do that and ruin it for the other people. Like they're going to put a seed into people's brains. They're like, Oh yeah, you're just doing this to, you know, just to get money for free. When other, there's other people that like have pride and want 
like a better way of living, but are stuck in a fucking system that doesn't allow them to uh, progress. Like unless they're, you know, like I think it's unrealistic. Like okay, so you're homeless and you're you want a better life. You have to put 100% of your effort into it when we're not doing that in our own careers. Cause we just got lucky. We don't have to do shit. Right. Like, you know, we have to, okay, we have to maintain a job and you know, shower and whatnot. The rest of it's pretty fucking easy. Right. Well, like the housing know. market's a huge thing. Cause like what you're saying is a lot of these people, they can't get out because they can't afford of the cost of living in houses, yeah. but which is the same time, but the same, but I will say the same time is there's a huge effort by like, Dan Gilbert to pay off all these people's back taxes that got unfairly taxed and got burdened with debt. And there's a lot of beautification going on, but I also leads to gentrification, but there, I mean there, but you need that. Like otherwise how your housing won't go up. It's always going to be that way. If you don't, that's what I was saying. Part of it, you have to clean up well, your yeah, own whether easy, it's your your household your attitude your home your own home like if you have a house out out there like and you go down a block and everyone looks like shit where all it takes is 20 minutes outside to weed and cut your grass like your housing price can go up a little bit potentially right, but you can't be but, you can't be responsible for your neighbors no no i'm not saying that but like and i do i do understand this too i'm not arrogant as just like a dumb white person or whatever but i know a lot of people in detroit I, one of two of my friends that live in Detroit purposely don't take care of the outside of their home mm-hmm. because then it looks an easy target to be robbed. So like there is a, I get it, you know? Yeah, so how do we solve this? But there is the same part of like, if you, if you leave your houses to shit, how are, do you expect the values to go up? But then at the same time, if the values go up and they're not making money, then they're going to get pushed yeah, out. Especially because like, where lot, are they getting pushed out? A too? lot of people are just renting. You so know? like, there, like there's a housing problem, there's a, a people problem, and then there's an economic problem. And I mean, there's more between that, but like, I I do think there is a large amount of people that just are like accept the fact they're born where they are. I'm screwed, so my life is done. I'm just gonna commit crime, and they don't like, but like, and I wouldn't blame them. And I'm not like I was just saying I didn't grow up there, and I just said like. If I grew up in a place of crime, I probably would be doing it too. But that is, it has to be a change of mindset to not yeah, do that. It's got to be a systematic change rather than... Um, uh, and that's not the only thing. I'm not blame it all on that. Like, like There's a lot of other shit. The, the mindset is pretty, it's, it's pretty singular between everybody. Everyone wants the same things. Everyone wants to be uh, prosperous and not have to fucking like, struggle. And uh, if you want to work hard, then yeah, you can get harder. But if you don't want to work hard... It should be it, like if you want to work decently, like to have a decent life, you should be able to. Like if you want to do like fucking, like like stuff that like uh, worthy people that have come to wealth have done, like working, spending their entire lives in the work to become to afford what they want. Yeah, you should be able to do that. But like people like Elon Musk, who grew up as a ruby farmer in South America and comes from a fucking bunch of money and then just goes and like says, like, hey, I want to do this. And people do everything for you because you have a bunch of capital to put for it. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's really fair for you to be the richest person in the world when you didn't really do much. You just kind of said something and people did it for you. You know, like that's that's, well, that's, that, that's kind of fucked up. You that's know? why I don't like generational wealth. You just get money. I, I mean, I, yeah, I am different when it comes to money because I, uh, Sophia asked me last weekend. She was like about like when I was talking about my job, mm-hmm. I was like, it's so much stress. Like I it's making me 
think about a new position, new company, everything. Like think about my whole yeah. career path forward where I never thought about this six years before at Quicken with my job. And she's like, well, why don't you go to that one if it's less? I'm like, it's like a lot of money less though. Like there is a point I still have to make money, but like, man, it is. And after having the basis it, of living like you're living right now. As a single man that owns his own house, like it's, mm. I make good money at my position, mm. but it's not like I have a lot of money saved. Like I have, everything I do is by myself. If I want to fix anything, groceries, anything that breaks my own, like everything I do is my own. So there's a sense of pride I have on that. And I don't mm-hmm. like handouts because I like to work for what I have. Um, I don't know. It's, which it sucks. It's a struggle and there's a lot of terrible nights, but right. it also like makes me proud that I never had to rely on someone. I never, I never asked shit for people. Like my mom tells me all the time. She's like, you know, if you need help, you can ask me. I know you never will, but like, I can I, I like my parents will do whatever like if I needed it but right. which is awesome which which, which is, parents which should is, do which is another safeguard um, that we have if they can I should say they should do if they can mm-hmm. um um but like I don't ask for shit and like so sometimes my mom would just be like hey I pay for your plane ticket to Denver this time because you never ask for anything and I know like you've had a house for six mm-hmm. years there's only so much you can do you know you can't so much projects I have on a list that I just can't get to because it's like oh tire blows out there's $200 I didn't expect like just right. little things that happen every month it's just like dumb but like so I I get struggle I'm not like I absolutely know struggle a lot more than I'm even saying right now but I yeah. like it's there's definitely a problem with not just inner city or any race or religion it's a just a huge problem of like we said just too many rich people hoarding it yep. generational wealth they're wanting and not enough people making and, 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 monies and, to and, actually and the, live. The, the the problem that, that all that it all stems from is that we are allowed we allowed like companies and lobbyists to go into our politicians that control the laws of the land to be able to like essentially buy them, you know? Like we had Bernie Sanders, the only person that I can think of in modern history that like uh has uh not taken a single dollar from like big corporations or big donors, you know? Yeah. And he was like right there, but then Joe Biden and uh everyone else coalesced around him when Bernie Sanders was clearly gonna win the nomination against the this last presidential election and Joe Biden obviously the the most known name and whatnot uh, comes or comes out on top because he has the most money. You know, that's that's it all it, it again as all, it always does, it comes back to money, and that's the system of capitalism. I've almost it's, thought about getting a second job, even with the amount of money I make. Like, yeah, just like a, a weekend job at like a golf course, just to make a, you know, for gas or gr- just to pay off some type of a bill right. for the month. But at the same well, time, it, I'm like, man, I, I also, I already don't think people should work eight hour days or forty hour weeks. I mm-hmm. think that's too much. I don't think you should spend seventy percent of your life working. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I don't have ten percent sleeping, and then the rest to your own health. Like it's just I don't think that equals right. And it does, like I actually just talked to my boss about this the other day. My new boss, he was like, "Hey, like, what are like what are some challenges? How long you've been on this team?" Because like I'm, he's new to my area. I'm like, I've only been here. Yeah, you turn to a fucking drone if you do that. For I was like, I've only been here a year. You're my sixth leader, and he goes, "You know, you're." this brand new team I have, he's like, you're the fifth person or, or you're the sixth person 
to say this and I'm like that's it's terrible leadership like it's just there's no like I'm afraid of my job and everything he's like yeah but like it's yeah you shouldn't be afraid if you yeah, lose you your shouldn't job be afraid. you're gonna be fucked right and that's like that's I'm, why I said, that's why I talk about safety nets there should be safety nets if I were to lose my job right now like so I, I guess I'll ask you this when you were growing up like what did you think was like like wealthy or like I would thought, like easily get by by I thought that I'm a if you made $60,000 a year, you'd be happy. In your, yeah, Because there was a too. study. But I thought now, you were pretty much rich if you made like 70000 Yeah. And like, I think I made a decent amount last year. Mm. And I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I was, I make 52000 a year and I'm pretty happy. And like, this is probably the lowest you can be pretty happy. Right. And like, I make a, a, a good amount of money mm. and it's still like paycheck to paycheck. I, again, I'm single. So it also... Oh, so am I. Some burden, you know, on it. Well, your rent's a little cheaper, but... Um, but well, I mean, if it um, won't be... But, no, I know house. you're struggling. I'm not saying that my struggle's worse, but I'm whatever. not struggling. Um, I'm fine. But, like, I don't... I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm struggling, but I'm not... I don't get to save enough, and I I feel like... like I look we will at struggle how much, in our future. I look at how much I make a year. I'm like, how the fuck do I not have more money? But I don't spend. I don't spend it on dumb shit. Why do we get taxed as much as we do? Groceries have gone up. Like everything's just going up. I'm like, you need to make a hundred thousand now to be decent. Like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, <laughs> um, Jeremy, have you memorized your Twitter and Instagram handle yet? Did I say it last week? It's Mahar slash Jeremy or, or dash underscore. No dash. That's uh, it might have been underscore. It's underscore. <laughs> underscore. Maher sla- underscore Jeremy. <laughs> you find me at Nick Wakella. Uh, my PayPal is at Maher or M-E-A-G-H-1-J-R if anyone wants to send money. <laughs> Maybe we'll make a Patreon soon, everybody. <laughs> but uh, thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back next week. And then the week after that, Jeremy will be hosting it alone at my house. First time. Scary. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna give him the driver's seat next week and show him how to do this. Who am I gonna have to? Oh, this is be <laughs> probably <good>. Mike Wells. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening to us. It's been. It's remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And we love you. We love you. Take care.